0: GHNX Sun Devil Show. Guys, shout out OG's Brands, the official sponsor. Flavoring Fridays. Head on over to OGsBrands.com to see their full lineup, including their two newest gummies, the OG's Naturals and the Big OG's, and find out where you can purchase. I am Anthony Totry. We got Eric Ruby over here, and we got DJ Danielle behind the Mac pushing all the buttons and making the magic happen. Guys, do us a solid. If you're new here or listening on audio, Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. Also, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Eric, we have a jam-packed show Ooh, today. I'm ready. We got sound from KD himself, not Kevin Durant. Okay, the one true now, I KD. I don't know. He, he be hooping like Kevin the way Durant. You're right. oh, he, he does sure, be yeah. hooping like KD. Kenny Dillingham, new offensive coordinator, Marcus Arroyo. And we've also got some sound from arguably the, the biggest names, that have transferred to Arizona State. Relique Brown, Marcus, and Douglas, Cole Martin. Um, And just a lot to go over in terms of, hey, it's 2024. Dude. And spring football is just around the corner.
1: I mean, we've been talking about it, obviously, a lot. And every single time we we talk about the transfers, our Kenny like, I need the season to start. Yeah. And it's starting to get a little bit more real. Like yeah. these type of events and you being able to go out there and, and talk to everybody and get some great sound that we're gonna show everybody in just a bit. It's like, all right, we're getting in it now. Yeah, it's you it's, know,
0: like it's getting real. It's it's weird because at this time last year, right, this was the first go-around with Kenny Dillingham. He had been the head coach for at that point less than two months. And you had seen what ASU was able to accomplish early signing day, getting some transfers. And it was a completely different mentality, I feel like, heading into year one with Dilly versus here we are in year two, right? Year one more so was like, okay, we are just trying to get our feet under us and we are— Trying to survive. Yeah, exactly. We are trying to survive and especially with everything that had kind of gone on— in 2022, I guess, at what that was point. That? What happened? With Herm and oh, oh, that. still waiting on the whole NCAA sanctions and all that fun stuff, but here we are now, right? Like, no more Pac-12. You're heading into the Big 12, completely different roster. You're going to have a quarterback competition, a new offensive coordinator, a new D-line coach. You've got starters that were captains last year, kind of scattered across the country. They'll be playing at new places. And here in Tempe, all the vibes seem to be up. Yeah. Right. For Kenny Dillingham, Marcus Arroyo, and I think there's a lot of people that have high expectations for this team, but I don't think anybody has higher expectations for the Sun Devils in 2024 than Kenny Dillingham himself. And to get to this point, a lot of it was reshaping and constructing a roster with his guys, with guys that he wanted on the ground in Tempe that he could roll with not only in the first year of the Big 12, but for seasons to come. We've seen them add a lot of guys with a lot of eligibility left. And Kenny Dillingham was asked earlier today about building and constructing the Arizona State roster. And this is what he said, kind of went into it.
2: Well, last year we were just filling roster. I mean, we had 40 something spots. We had a brand new staff uh, from all over the country. Some from the NFL, some from not, some from D1AA, some from high school. And not all those people recruit the same kid. So you don't have the relationships necessary to really, you may have not known who those kids were in the portal. Part of being productive in the portal is you would have maybe recruited that kid out of high school, had a relationship with that kid, so you already knew everything about him. Last year, it was like, who are all these guys? I was in the South for so long, most of the kids hitting the portal, I didn't recruit because I was at you know, the Auburn's and the Florida State's. Uh, and my staff is a lot of small ball guys by design. I want ball coaches. So I think this year, now that we've been here, we've recruited, we now aren't just filling a roster, we're filling needs. We know what we need. We needed size, right, was number one. We needed speed, and we needed depth, right? So I think we assess those needs. So last year was just like put food on the table. This year is like, no, we have with starch, right? We need a vegetable, right? That's how I would say the difference is.
0: We have a starch Ooh. and we need a vegetable. Kenny Dillingham.
1: He he just puts things in such an interesting <laughs> way. And, and what I love, and what I was even going to say before we got to the soundbite, was this kind of feels like the, the first year. Yeah. Like this, this feels like the first true year that we can evaluate Kenny Dillingham and what he can bring to the table. Obviously, how he constructs constructs a team and then later in the year, how they play. Yeah. But doesn't it kind of give off not like a little bit first year coach, like energy. Like this is my first time here. Like a first like true shot at it. And obviously like he got his experience before, right? Like this is his second year, but it's just, it's so fresh. Like it you is. talk about all these players, you just get excited. Cause you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's new. I get what he's saying. Like everything makes a lot of sense. The rooms that he's been building, the talent that's been coming in, like they've been taking shots and some guys that were not working out in some bigger places and they were taking some from some smaller places and giving them to a new level. I just, I love it. I'm, I'm ready, man.
0: Yeah, no, I am too. And I, I think it's funny that he uses the the food analogy. Cause it's something that I've tried to use throughout the season, just in terms of, what Kenny Dillingham is as a play caller, what he is as a really a teacher, a coach, and what he can be. And and I firmly believe that he is going to be a successful coach Mm -hmm. in the Big 12 for Arizona State. And you look back to last season, and you see a 3-9 and football team on paper. Mm -hmm. A team that down the stretch got blown out by Utah, got blown out by Oregon, you know, in, in reality, he got blown out in the Territorial Cup against the Arizona Wildcats. And for me, it wasn't always, it was never that Kenny Dillingham and the coaching staff couldn't do it. Yes, there were certain areas that needed to be improved, but he didn't have the ingredients. He didn't have the roster necessarily to go out there and compete with some of these other teams. And that, to no fault really of his own, was where this program was at. So after a three and nine season, going out there and being able to get guys in the transfer portal, like a Cole Martin, Relique Brown, that you wouldn't see normally transfer from Oregon and USC to Arizona State, or going mm-hmm. and getting guys like a Chris Johnson uh, on early signing period, it, it, it kind of changes the way that people can view Arizona State and those people that understand and, and truly grasp what goes into trying to reshape a football program. And I think the excitement stems for Arizona State, not just with Kenny Dillingham mm-hmm. and not just the players, but the offense specifically as a whole. Because that's something that Kenny's been known for, whether it be at ASU, whether it be at Auburn, Memphis, Oregon, Florida State, everywhere he's been, the offense has been successful. And last year, it was, okay, this doesn't look like a Kenny Dillingham off. It wasn't successful
1: for yeah. the first couple of weeks until he actually took over yeah. and was
0: able to mix some things up.
1: And then you saw that even when he did take over, he wasn't given the right ingredients to really do what he wanted to do. I forget what game it was where he basically called like three straight plays in a row that were like the same, the same for Omir. And... Uh, and at first the refs were like, no, that's like an illegal formation. Yeah, and yeah. Then, like you you could tell like he has tricks up of his his sleeve, but he probably didn't even feel comfortable going to all of it or even his more sound ones because of the talent level that he had, because of the lack of continuity game to game just with the injuries with this roster. And so obviously you have Marcus Arroyo who's coming in on the offensive end. But I I do think Dilly's fingerprints are going to be all over there. And I would imagine the reason why he brings in Arroyo is because they kind of share that same mindset. Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: And, And there was obviously Bo Baldwin being the offensive coordinator last year for Arizona State, no longer with the program. There was a lot of people early on that could see that Bo was kind of restricting the offense. He was really conservative with the play calling. Now, maybe part of that had to do with Jaden Rashada and the quarterback development they were kind of experimenting with. But as it stands right now, Marcus Arroyo being the offensive coordinator for the Sun Devils, I think there's a lot of excitement, not only in Tempe, but in that building itself, right? Mm-hmm. And this is, this is what Kenny Dillingham had to say about adding Marcus Arroyo to the staff.
2: Yeah, Uh, obviously, Coach Arroyo has been a play caller in the NFL. I wanted somebody with some NFL experience. Uh, He's a quarterback guy. Uh, I like having coordinators that have been head coaches. So he's been a head coach. He built a program to – You know, he really had two years to build it, and then he built a roster that won 10 games this last year, nine games, whatever they want. Uh, And then when you call his references, when you call the guys like Todd Monkey, when you call the guys like Dirk Cutter, which people know here, and they all give you the same name of the same guy, and he didn't even give you those names. You just call some people that you respect in the profession, and they all give you the same person. You're like, wow this person's 4 hours away and he wants to be here he has family who's from here which most people don't know he has relatives that live here he has people who own restaurants in the valley it's just like that live here so there was a lot of things that, that went into it but i wanted a quarterback driven guy i wanted a guy who was very very detailed in terms of route depths a lot less freedom a lot more structure which is what i'm which is what i'm a little bit more comfortable with And a guy who's not willing to get on somebody if the standard's not met. And I think uh, he does all those things. And with his experience in the NFL and coaching quarterbacks and calling plays at that level, I think is a really good fit.
0: I think when it comes to Arizona State football specifically, and you look at years past in general, not just the, the Kenny Dillingham first year, but I think specifically to Todd Graham and Herm Edwards and the way that those offenses were kind of ran, specifically that Herm offense, right, was... First off, it was the most boring thing in the entire world to have to watch a team in 2019, 2020 just huddle every single time. Like Every it was, single <laughs> it time. Was, it just, he didn't evolve. The offense didn't evolve. Clearly, you saw they had talent. Brandon Ayuk, Jaden Daniels, et cetera, right? The list goes on with talented weapons, but the offense, for some reason, could never really figure it out on a consistent basis. And I think the thing that separates Arroyo and Dilly from some of the other offenses that you're going to see or that you've seen at Arizona State is the level of precision that they are aiming for in 2024 and beyond, right? He talks about route depths and whether it be in that specific soundbite or just in in other soundbites that you won't hear just from discussions Mm -hmm. is he wants it to be a machine, right? He wants this offense to function perfectly. And I think that's something that when you, again, go back to those Herm offenses, it was guys being able to kind of play a little bit more free. They were able to do what they wanted to do at certain points. And I think if you want to run a consistent ship, then there has to be that level of precision across the board, not just offensively, but defensively as well. And for an ASU team that was three and nine last year, that did have a lot of injuries, that did have a gazillion quarterbacks, now you are kind of in a position where you can start fresh, going back to what you said earlier.
1: And again, like Kenny has just been dead consistent, not just with the players that he's bringing in, but with the coaches. Do you want to be here? Do you want to be in Tempe? Do you want to be an Arizona State Sun Devil? Like, is this a job that you have some success and then you're looking to jump up north to Washington or are you looking to be here and to invest in this program and to invest in these kids? Because if Kenny Dillingham sits down and says, I only want players who want to be here and I want to be here, but then you just bring in somebody because they're a big name or you bring in somebody because, oh, we're just going to give them a shot, but they don't really want to be here, like that message and that stuff not aligning, it's going to come out and bear some not ripe fruit eventually. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm loving that part of it. Obviously on the offensive side of things, I'm excited to see what he does with Jaden Rashada or Sam Leavitt yeah. if, it, if it comes down to that as well. Um, but they're going to have weapons. They're going to have toys to play with. And now you get a head start. You already have Dilly's system that's been in there for at least half of a season now, yeah. plus an off season. Arroyo's been there long enough. He's already been talking to these guys. He's already had a hand in recruiting, all of that. You're going to get to spring ball you're hopefully going to be not clicking like a well-oiled machine right away, Uh, but you're going to be in a spot where if everybody wants to be there and everybody's on the same page for how the offense is going to be run and there's going to be consistency throughout it in the offseason and through spring ball, summer, and fall, with returning players, you are putting together a recipe for a very successful offense. Yeah. And that was something that a lot of times last season, you were banking more on the defense than you were the offense. Oh, yeah. I think going into this year, eventually, you're going to be able to have the discussion of which one really is better. Yeah. Because the defense has got a lot of guys, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like both a lot sides. Of, a, lot of, a lot of new guys that you can kind of keep an eye on and point to and say, oh, they're, they're, they could be really good. But on offense, I I really feel like we're going to see night and
0: day compared to some of just the awful outings that we saw last season. Yeah, I think both sides of the ball improved drastically, to be completely honest with you. Offensively, at certain positions. Defensively, you know, we've talked about the secondary. We've talked about that linebacker room. But kind of getting back to the, the ASU offense, Marcus Arroyo and Kenny Dillingham, in terms of this offense, something that I think we have said at times, that media has said, and really, a lot of people, when you're talking about Kenny Dillingham in Arizona State, specifically it focuses on the offense. It's no secret he's an offensive-minded guy, and people just label the offense. Oh, it's it's Dilly's offense, right? Right. And so he he addressed that just in terms of what does that mean when people say, "Hey, it, it's it's a Kenny Dillingham offense." And for him, it's what we've talked about, right? The bread and butter for Arizona State moving to 2024 is. They are a run team first. Yeah. They want to run the football and they want to open up the rest of the game with the play action. Um, and, and that's really what you see some of the elite college football teams do over the last few years. And that's for Arizona State where they needed to improve just as a whole, as a unit, whether that have, whether that was a, a lack of depth on the offensive line, size along the offensive line, yeah. the running backs. The wide receivers, it was it, it, you've seen kind of a, a total rehaul of yeah. what Arizona State is going to be in 2024 up front in the backfield. They've added new weapons. And then on the outside, something that, again, I, I am so excited to see the speed on this team because you have a, a fully healthy Jordan Tyson that you are going to get a full year out of. And he's a he's a demon. He was Colorado's best player a couple years ago. Elijah Badger's returning. We know what he's capable of. You add Raleigh Brown to the backfield, who I talked to, has already said that they are going to experiment with him, uh, motioning, motioning him across the offense, lining him up in the slot, doing things out of the backfield. And, and word for word, he said he's been shaking linebackers his entire life. The entire a life. linebacker in the league uh, in the Big 12 that he feels like can guard him. Uh, so that's definitely going to be exciting to see what this group looks like. And that's without even mentioning guys like Mel Kwanstow of coming back. Xavier Guillory, kind of on a little bit of a revenge tour after a down season, and then Jake Smith, who we didn't see at all last year because of the NCAA waiver thing.
1: Yeah, they're they're gonna have plenty of options with the wide receivers and the running back room. Like they they kind of add, and Relic can fit into either of those yeah. as well. You're gonna see him be used, especially because Cam Scadaboo is gonna be a workhorse, even with the increased number of players in the running back room, plus the better offensive line play. This team is still going to move and go with Cam Scadaboo yeah. on a game-to-game basis. That's without a doubt. It doesn't matter who else they brought in, what type of offense they're running. He's just that good. Like, that's just how it's going to go. Now you use Relique as kind of a little speed and a little juking to the kind of sometimes the blunt force of Cam Scadaboo and the straight line speed. Uh, and, and you go outside. You also have Marcus and Douglas, who's going to help with the run yeah. game and the catching game. And, uh, man, I... I'm interested when we get to spring ball to see who gets the second most reps out of the backfield because you could say it's Relique, but I feel like he might split enough time that I don't know if somebody else kind of steps up as the pure running back number two, not like weapon number two, but running back number two if Relique splits time enough between those two positions. Yeah,
0: it's going to be interesting to see kind of what the backfield looks like because you bring up Scat, there was somebody had brought it up and I the name slipping me. So I can't give them the credit that this deserves, but they called ASU's backfield, uh, the law firm because they have Jason Brown, Jr. They have Relique Brown and they have Kyson Brown. So so it's the law firm. Brown, Brown, (laughs) Brown. Brown. Um, it's, Realistically, like you expect to get a little bit of production from all of them, but if I had to make a guess, I I would say you're looking at a a healthy balance between Scat and DeCarlos, and Relique is probably your third down guy. Now, there is going to be times where you have multiple running backs in, you have Relique lining up in the slot doing what he does, and you have Scat, you have DeCarlos, Kyson, and some of these other guys that are surely going to have an immediate impact. For Arizona State. And obviously, Marcus Arroyo setting up this offense, calling the plays. We'll hear from him in just a little bit. But first, I want to tell you guys about how you can make some money over on the bet. MGM Sportsbook app. They've still got a great offer for you if you haven't signed up, and it's super, super easy to take advantage of. Just download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit betmgm.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account and place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. And once you have placed a bet, you guys are going to receive $158 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Guys, you could bet on the NBA, NHL, NFL playoffs. They have it all over at BetMGM. Again, just a little recap. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code, PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least five dollars, and you guys are going to receive one hundred and fifty eight dollars instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call eight seven seven HOPE NY or text HOPE NY four six seven three six nine New York. Call one 5050 Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred NEXT STEP Arizona. One eight hundred BETS OFF Iowa. One 7117 for confidential help. Michigan. One Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico.
1: I'm I'm always in a whirlwind now. I'm I'm so thrown. It's so fast. Like he does a great job and oh, he yeah. he didn't use any filters he didn't yeah, speed it up at all. Yeah, people don't know that's Damon's actual voice. Like that's the way he speaks. He has to slow down when he produces and talks on the shows, but yeah. when you're just talking to Damon, he's like, "Yeah, when we do something the other day and I covered Brett yeah, press yeah, conference yeah. and it's like it's just okay. Whoa. Like, come on, man." No, listen, I I that kind of like still throws me off because I'm so used to hearing Shane. Yeah, I'm used to hearing And it it's, to it's a different well. length.
3: We used to be able to just know exactly I didn't yeah, have to count it seconds. down when like if when Shane says Ontario, we know it's time to come <laughs> back. But <laughs> there you now go. Everything, are everything's, all, everything's we're all changed. down
0: bad now because we don't get Shane's disclaimer.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. You're down bad. You want to cheer up a little bit? I do. What if I told you you can go somewhere that has an authentic and an immersive experience? Oof. I would say sign me up. What if I said you could find an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement you won't find anywhere else in the desert? I and would that- ask you Where? This place is set a high bar. Well, I can tell you where. And that's our good friends over at Gila River Resorts and casinos. Because trust me, no one does it better. And when you're there, you do you. And what's better than that? You do you. Nothing at all. They got a state-of-the-art gaming floor all over. 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table games. Not to mention Arizona's largest casino sportsbook. Listen, we only have a few more weeks of the NFL season. And there's no better way to spend it. Then, before going to the casino, you put some money down on the BetMGM Sportsbook app, and then you go to the BetMGM Sportsbook in person, and you double down on what you want. Or, double down. You head your bets, because you never know what might happen. But you can find out at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Plus, they've got dining from upscale to approachable, a rooftop restaurant, something quick and fast. Or, maybe with an adventurous palate, check out Honey and Vine, their featured dining experience at the all-new Santan Mountain location. Head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos and let them show you what Next Level is all about. You do you. Visit play at gila.com for more details
0: i love it we got in the chat ltc clint phx we got everybody in here guys hit that like button hit that subscribe button again before we get into asu's new offensive coordinator and what marcus arroyo had to say about coming to asu and all those fun things we brought it up a little bit earlier about kenny dillingham being a baller unfortunately baller. though unfortunately he ruptured his patellar tendon <laughs> And he had to have surgery. That's like a very
1: like, that's a very serious it's, it's injury. It's a very
0: serious, very serious injury. And when he was asked about it, he said, quote, ball is life. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody understand. That's your head football coach, is just simply ball is life.
1: Hey, listen, we've talked about how relatable Kenny is. There's nothing that I relate to more than getting a rather serious injury while playing rather meaningless basketball. So That's I'm fair. I, I'm, I can sit back and be like, you know what? Maybe I am kind of like Kenny Dillingham That's a
0: little fair. bit. Eric Ruby, Kenny Dillingham, they're one of the, the same. same. I've never seen them in the same room. Yeah.
1: I would say, though, when when he gets healthy, I, I'd like to play KD one oh on one. Oh,
0: my goodness. But I want to say KD versus KD.
1: KD versus KD. Who
0: wins? KD. Okay,
1: <laughs> Dillingham has
0: a, a twenty nothing head start, and they're playing to twenty one. Who
1: gets the ball first, and is it
0: is it makers like you make it take it? No, or Kevin give- Durant gets the ball first, but Dilly is up twenty nothing, and they're playing to twenty one.
1: I think Kevin Durant still wins. You think Katie still wins? Yeah, because no here's faith the thing. in KD? No, listen, listen. With Katie, you've got the length, and he's not going to want to lose. He's already down twenty nothing. Yeah, and if he knows, okay, I just had to get a stop twenty times on somebody who is a fraction of my size and not a professional basketball player. I mean, if there was nothing on the line, Kevin Durant probably would not care and would just like Kenny Dillingham score and then just like go off and play Call of Duty. But if there was something on the line, then then Kevin Durant 10 times out of 10. But uh, have you ever had like a serious injury, like playing like pickup or, or something like not
0: serious at all? I've had serious injuries, but never none. I've never had serious injuries, not like like just playing pickup. I mean, I got elbowed in the face one time and my nose started bleeding, but that's not really a serious injury. Did you call it foul? Yeah, absolutely. No blood, no foul. No, I was bleeding all over the court, man. Oh, you had yeah, to like shut that down? It was tough. Yeah, it was actually at the, the SCFC downtown. Dang. In college. Yeah, it was tough. But I've had serious injuries playing like organized sports and they're not fun. They're yeah, not man. Fun I, I tore ligaments
1: in my ankle playing pickup basketball. Oh, God. I got bumped midair and all my weight went on the outside of my ankle and it was one year after tearing the ligaments in my other ankle before. Anyway.
3: I once had a friend <laughs> uh, pull his groin while mini golfing.
0: Okay. That's just unathletic. Uh, that's just pure. You should just Were stop they playing sports.
1: Trying to like do the splits to like get like the right angle. Yeah, like, how do you, how do, how do, you, do, you do, that? do that?
0: No, the ball kind of went
3: crazy, and he like jukes to go over and get the ball, and then did it a little too fast. Oh, so he didn't even do it while like while mid golf, swing. He no, did it while it was, he was it chasing was, the ball. Yeah, while he was chasing the ball, it was pretty funny. That might be the most thing I've ever seen. Pretty funny. funny. Dear lord, that was that <laughs> was a good like ten years ago, and we still let him hear about it. Was
1: it like in in front of a group of people as well? Yeah,
3: like me and my brother. Yeah,
1: okay. you never
0: let somebody live that down.
1: Would it be worse to do that in front of a group of people or like on a first date? Like a group of your best friends that will never live it down No, or I first, would rather do
0: it on a first date. Because the first date, like if it goes somewhere, that's a funny story. That's fair. But your friends, you do that in front of like your bros, that's that's for life. That's no longer you're a never. Funny story. You're 80 years old and you're you're in the home together <laughs> and they're talking about. Remember the time you pulled your groin mini golfing? Right? <laughs> I still that's I'm sure I'm sure Marcus cannot, Arroyo is gonna give yeah. Kenny plenty of Plenty of shit for is, uh, rupturing his patella tendon while playing pickup basketball. But regardless, like we said earlier, there's a lot of people excited to have a new offensive coordinator in the Valley for the Arizona State Sun Devils. He's got a whole hell of a lot of experience at a very high level, and in reality, he could have had his pick of the litter in terms of going to the league, um, getting a job there, kind of experimenting with other college programs, but he chose Arizona State. So this is what Marcus Arroyo had to say about his decision to take the OC job in Tempe.
4: We had an awesome year to to kind of travel around and see a lot of people that that I've been connected with the last 20 years, NFL and college. Um, When the conversation started back up with a few people and and, and both, both levels, all levels across the country, I just had to make sure that we were making the decision based on the people. And then obviously the, the ability of the place to be really successful. And I think that when me and Kenny started talking, as we were talking to other people, we kind of hit it off in regards to how we saw things, how we saw how we treat people first, how, the, how he was going to run the business, how he was going to treat the, the organization, how his coaches were. I know enough people in this business where I can make a couple calls and usually we can get a feel for each other and who's working around. Um, so we really hit it off in that regard. Then we start talking football
1: and that, that really was easy. Right? So, They connect, and then each of them goes to their circle of trusted football voices and people to get advice from. And they hear glowing reviews about each other, Arroyo and Dillingham. And yeah, you're right. This guy had options. Yeah, This guy could have done a lot. And it's the same way with some of these players that are like, man, these are players that a 3-9 and team probably should not get in the transfer portal. This is not a coach... That Arizona State University should be getting in the position that they're in if it's not a head coaching position. Correct. And even if it was a head coaching position, like this this guy has experience. Yeah. And he's gonna bring a different level and he has trust. And I'm gonna repeat myself and, and not to just go over this, but I really feel like this is an important point with this. He mentioned it, like he believes in this. He wants to be here. And you he believe in Kenny. Yeah, he believes in he believes not only in the coaches, but he believes in like what the coach is building. That's top down. That's all the other coaches as well. I'm sure he's talked to Sean Aguano and Jason Mont. Like I'm sure that that has been something that he's been very connected with, especially as the offensive guy. I, I'm trying not to get too excited nah, because fuck uh, it, like, let's get excited. No, like that's the thing. <laughs> is like I, I'll get excited, but like I'm sitting here. like this dude's this dude's legit. Kenny is legit. <laughs> Sean is is legit. Deron Reynolds is legit. Yeah. And Jason Moss is legit. Like they, they have all the pieces coaching wise, recruiting wise, and now they're getting the players coming in. And there's a sense of like confidence with them this year that I feel like maybe wasn't there last year. And the same way that Kenny said, like last year we were just getting by, we were just putting food on the table. I think he knew that.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. And I think when you when you look at the team this year, and we could talk and break it down, position group by position group, your your question marks are simply: does the quarterback step up this year? Yeah. Whether it be a Bourget, whether it be a Leavitt, whether it be a Rashada, which one takes the step to being the next great Arizona State quarterback? Which one takes the step and leans into the role of hey? I'm going to go down in history. Whoever starts the season for Arizona State in 2024 is going down in history as the very first Arizona State quarterback to start in the Big 12, right? That lives on forever. And whether somebody wants to acknowledge it or not, that means something. Your name is going to be remembered forever in Arizona State history. I think Arizona if you're successful, history. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like whether you're, you're not, you're a laughingstock. And if you yeah. are, then you, are, uh, you go down as a legend. So do... We have that guy on the roster. Is it Jaden Rashada? Is it Sam Leavitt? Is it, by surprise, Trenton Bourget? I think we'll find out, and I think we'll know a whole lot when we get to spring ball here in March, but it's going to take one of those guys to actually turn into who everybody thinks they can be for this team to kind of soar past the expectations.
1: I mean, I, I always say if you're building a football team, high school, college, professional, you build it from the trenches out, You offensive line, defensive line, that's how you raise the floor yeah. of your team. You need to raise the ceiling of your team, you get an elite quarterback, especially in college football, a quarterback that can do it all, that can run, that can pass, that can like be elusive, yeah. get check downs, like f- sell the, the play action, all of that. If you're able to do that and Sharon thinks it's going to be Rashada, I know I think it's going to be Rashada. I think you think it's going to be Rashada. If
0: he, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I it, need to see leave it on the field that's first. That's
1: fair. It's fair as of right now
0: I'm still just going to assume. Rashada's arm is ridiculous. I don't know what 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 kind of canon Leavitt has, but we'll again, we'll find out in March, but again, I think when when Dilly was asked about it, when Arroyo was asked about it specifically today about the quarterback competition and, and how you get to figuring out who the starter is. Arroyo had something to say just in terms of it starts well before you even get on the field. This is what Arroyo had to say about the quarterback comp.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the key to, to all of it, watching it right now. You know, if you watch it at the highest level and, and, and finding the guys that can really compete and, and, and the cream, let the cream rise to the top, I think more than anything, you just got to be honest with the position. Uh, you got to create clarity. I think that's, that's the piece that, that I find most... Uh, Most advantageous when you get into a room, any room really, is just eliminating the gray. I think all of us inherently, as humans, want an opportunity to know what we need to do, how we need to do it, and when we didn't do it, what we didn't do right. And I think that. Um, the quarterback position, is, is vaulted as it is, it doesn't have to be any different. I think that having an open competition that everybody knows what it's about and how to do things is fair. Uh, being very clear on what needs to get done, giving them feedback, I think that's a lot of places that a lot of teachers miss on, is that they don't close the loop. Give you all the things you need to do. And at the end, just don't really get down to correcting it the right way. Being humble and authentic in my regard and what I can do better is a big piece of teaching and coaching. So I think I'm, I'm up front with those guys in regards to what I can do better uh, in regards to helping. If something's not working out, it's not a, it's not a me thing. It's a
0: we thing, It's not a me thing. It's a we thing, right? That's Arizona state. That's the brand. I feel like that goes along with the culture that Kenny is trying to establish here in Tempe is just, I'm going to be completely honest with all of these players because when it comes to college athletics, there are coaches that will make promises that they can't keep. So to have Sam Leavitt transfer from Michigan State to Arizona State, there's an understanding, right, that I'm not going to promise you a starting job the same way that Jaden Rashad and Trenton Bourguet are on the roster and they don't have assurances that they are going to be the starting quarterback moving forward. So how do you get the best out of both of these guys? How do you get the, you know, cliche iron sharpens iron? You keep it real with these guys before they even step on the field.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially where where this program is, which is still figuring everything out. Yeah. Not only just who's going to start. Hell, for a lot of positions, who's going to be the backup? Like, who's going to be in the chain of command? Like, all of that's still on the table, and we're talking all positions, but then focusing back to the quarterback— the last thing you want to do is, A, have somebody rest on their laurels, and B, make somebody feel like they're completely out of it so they don't want to put that work yeah. in. Yeah. And I know that everybody likes to imagine, and, and maybe with this quarterback room it's true because of how Jaden Rashada has responded and Sam Leavitt coming here in the first place. Everybody likes to assume that no matter what, these kids are going to put their best out there and their best effort no matter what. But you can't lie, man. Yeah. No. If if somebody came down and was like being real and honest with you and they're like, you right now are not in the position to start, but if you go, you play your ass off and you're better than everybody else, I will start you. You will get the reps. Oh, you're going to come in here and you're going to be a Michigan State transfer and we have our freshman guy who was injured last season but started a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, you might start. It all just depends on how you play. You're not making any empty promises and in fact, your only thing you're promising is that we need you to come work your ass off and we will reward you if you're the best.
0: Yeah. The only thing that is promised is competition when it comes to Arizona. That's State. true, and I think that is the right way for a three and nine football team to approach a new conference, to approach new players, and, and to really approach a new culture that they're trying to establish here in Tempe. So we talked to Dilly, we talked to Arroyo. Are you ready to hear from Raleigh Cole and all the guys? I want to ask you one question. I've first, got and an I
1: don't. You. Uh, don't oh, God, read Gary. too much into this. I'm not comparing these two programs right now by any means. But do you think when kids are getting recruited, Alabama, they get promised playing time?
0: I don't think so. No. I, I, under Saban, they weren't. Maybe under I okay, don't know. Okay, but divorce. like
1: uh, these top programs, these Georgians, these Alabamas,
0: hell. I guess Washington. No, they yeah. don't have to. They don't have to promise playing time because people already know what they're getting.
1: Right, but you also can't like you can't sit back and especially to recruits or transfers and be like just because you're a good player, I cannot sit down and say, yeah, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Because then A, you're going to stop trying or the the spirit of competition is gone and B, I might be lying to you. Yeah. I can't tell you that that's the truth cuz you might suck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not, they're not going to say that. But yeah. it's like, you might suck. You might be great. Somebody else might be great. Like, we're going to have a lot of talent. You don't want to create a hierarchy. You want everybody to feel like they have a shot in it. And it it did feel like with the pass regime with Herm, kind of felt like there was just a lot of BS, a lot of promises. You want to know
0: the genuine, like, honestly, what that program was like under Herm, especially toward the end? Uh, please Fucking La La Land, bro. That is where... Herm, res- like, was residing. It was there for the, the entire whole time, from spring ball to camp T. Through it, I remember a couple practices in, and I hate that we're getting off dilly and whatever. I'm but sorry, I took you. This there. is this is like legitimately. I remember like probably a week into spring ball, the final year in Herm, in under Herm, and I was standing on the field talking with another media member. Who at the time well respected and was asking me about, you know, Notre Dame, because that's where I had just come, what the practices were like, etc. Yeah. And the difference in Arizona State's practices under Herm Edwards versus a Brian Kelly at Notre Dame is when you were on the field in South Bend watching them practice, there was a level of understanding that the regular season is the journey to where we want to go. Yeah. Right. You can't play in the CFP. You can't play for a championship. You can't play in a New Year Six Bowl without understanding that you have to run things like a machine. Yeah. Right. And for under Herm, it was, and this sucks to say, but it felt like there was just an old man walking walking along the field not really knowing what was going on in his program. He was the last man standing under a regime that you know broke rules and they hurt this program they hurt the fan base and it wasn't a coach it wasn't a program at the time that had any sort of capability of being competent through the season and that might seem harsh but for the people that think it's harsh when did herm get fired after an eastern michigan loss After an embarrassment of a football game because they weren't ready, right? They weren't prepared to go out there and compete at a high level. So that's the difference, right, between those two programs under Herm and Kelly. And now you fast forward to what ASU is now, and you have a coach in (laughs) Kenny Dillingham and a staff that understands what it takes to play and coach at a really high level. And that's how you get guys like a Cole Martin, a Marcus and Douglas, a Relic Brown, who you're going to hear from here in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about a company, a great partner that is always producing at a really high level, guys, and that is Circle K. They are America's thirst shop, and they've got a new free membership program called Inner Circle that are helping you save money every single day. Save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups, and then every day after that, you're going to save three cents per Per gallon. And if that's not enough, Eric, get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products, pizza, coffee, ice cold, fountain drinks. That's a lot of stuff. more. Not to mention, they've got great little, they got merch. You got merch? I'm drinking out of a Circle K Circle coffee K mug. Merch. Here we are at four o'clock in the afternoon, but that's just where we're at, guys. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details.
1: Well, you sip that coffee out of your Circle K mug. I'll do it. But you better be careful because you get a drop on these new Empire floors and I'm going to be furious because this stuff is immaculate. This entire studio, we talk about it when the other one, this one feels different after our friends at Empire Today came in and revamped everything. I even had to break out the floor cam on, on the Suns a couple weeks ago just to show the people how amazing it was. Listen. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right products for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. And if all of that wasn't good enough for you, you can sit in your home, you could take a picture, and you can see what these floors would look like in your home before you buy it. That's convenience. And that's also, hey, let's make sure that you don't make the wrong decision. On a very big one because floors are expensive and that's why with $350 off when you use promo code PHNX, Empire Today is the easy choice. Easy, quick, and convenient. They're about speed and service and you're not gonna get that at a big box store. Plus, they've been around. Of course, they're gonna have imitators and they can say they do what Empire Today does. They don't. You can figure out for yourself by visiting empiretoday.com slash PHNX. And I am just going to stare at these floors while we continue to talk about ASU football.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. But you're probably tired of us talking about Kenny Dillingham and Arizona State football. So let's go ahead, take a look as to what Cole Martin had to say about his new head coach, Kenny Dillingham. Dilly's one of a kind. Um, He's a a real down to earth guy. He doesn't sell dreams, he tells truth. So being able to be around him and experience the honesty and the truth that he sells, it's been something that um, not a lot of coaches possess. Um, He told me what it is and he he never sugarcoated anything to me. So the opportunity to be around him and be um, in his presence uh, is something that we can really grow on and I know this team can buy in on.
1: Hey, let's add it to the list. Uh, Another person quotes (laughs) Kenny Dillingham and his honesty. And in today's era of college football, just look down south in in your own state right now. Honesty (laughs) and being real does not come easy. And now I think a lot of these players are realizing that and realizing, hey, NIL is great. Getting money is great. All that is awesome. But if I go to a place where I can't trust the coach, I could just get screwed over and I want to make it to the NFL. I want to have a nine-year career in college football that you can have now. I want to be at the best position for me. So I'm going to go where they're honest with me about my development, about my role, about what I'm going to do. And the best part about being able to be honest with this program right now is that they're coming from a really shitty place. So you can go to a player like Cole Martin and be like, I promise you that if you come in and you do everything right, like you did in Oregon, you will be a massive part of this team. Cole and Martin,
0: honesty. Cole Martin is going to be, he, he's not a depth guy. Cole oh, Martin God, is your starting no. nickel corner. Cole Martin would have started for the Oregon Ducks next season. And Cole he would Martin have been could a long be your best starter.
1: defensive player by the end of the season.
0: He could be. He absolutely could be. Not to mention, he's got, I believe, three years of eligibility left. He was, when he left Arizona, he was the number one cornerback in his class coming out of high school. Again, was going to play and start for the Oregon Ducks next season. Not to mention, position coach. His dad, his dad, is an Oregon duck, his dad, and whether he understands it or not, there is significant pressure on Cole Martin in 2024 to succeed because he is the example that Kenny and a lot of these coaches can really showcase to future transfers to future recruits. To future Arizona guys. Exactly, right? Because he is that local kid. And it's something we talked about really early on when Cole Martin announced that he was going to be transferring to Arizona State was you get a guy of that level to set the bar and show you that you don't have to leave the Valley to go be successful. You don't have to go to Ohio State. You don't have to go to Oregon. You don't have to go to, at the time, Washington to go out there and be super successful super successful you can stay in the valley or if you're not from the valley you can come to arizona state in a place like tempe arizona that is one of the best best college towns in college football right like there is something to be said about what cole martin needs to do to further the arizona state activating the valley agenda and it's not just cole martin obviously the local kid it's guys like marcus and douglas right who have played and have a relationship with Dilly from his time at Florida State. And now he is one of, if not the starting tight end for the Sun Devils heading into 2024. So this is what Marcus and Douglas had to say about KD.
4: I would say really the opportunity and the coaches, you know, they lose, they lost their tight end in the portal. And I, I feel like I can come in and step in that gap if I, if me, be, you know, really make a name for myself, you know. And also with the coaching staff, you know, I feel like they, they really look out for their players. They really care about their players, you know. Because Dillingham, I already knew about him since Florida State. I knew he he's a, a straight shooter. He's going to get into real. That's what I, I appreciate about
0: him. Straight shooter. Again.
1: I'm not not trying to be repetitive, man, (laughs) but like these are not like written out responses. There's not pre planned. Kenny Dillingham isn't sitting these guys down beforehand and saying, make sure you say this about me. That it's just, it's so prominent and it's so important to these players that they have to bring it up. What's Kenny Dillingham like? It's not just, oh, he's a great coach and I really believe in what we're doing here. It's, he looks out for me. He's honest for me. He really genuinely cares and I relate to him. They get to the football last. And the same thing when Marcus Arroyo was talking about like figuring out that he wanted to come here. The minute of his minute in like 10 second answer was just talking about how Kenny Dillingham and him as, as people on a human level connect. And then at the end, he was like, then we started talking about football. And that was the easy part. Yeah. Like that, that's just, it's completely different from not only the Herm era, but. The Todd Graham era as well. Like, you didn't have players going out there and touting Todd Graham the person. And obviously, that was a better well, uh, better run ship than the Herm era. Yeah. But, like... Th- this,
0: that was at least a ship. <laughs> yeah.
1: This guy gets people. Yeah. And he gets players. Like, not just gets them in the portal, but, like, understands them. And, and they're the best from for
0: them? good programs. Yeah. Florida State, Oregon. They're coming from USC. good head coaches. Dan Lanning, Mike Norvell. And then, yeah. USC Relique Brown who we talked about a little bit earlier who was going to have an immediate impact at Arizona State. He played obviously with the Trojans under Lincoln Riley. This is what Relique Brown had to say about his new head coach.
3: Um, he different because he,
0: like, he more interactive with the uh, players and like, more in- he more energized for sure so he a young coach so I like that about him. He like the uh, I was telling people he,
1: he remind me like the Miami Dolphins head coach. Do I even need to say anything at this point? I feel like they're just <laughs> saying it for me. I'll take I, Mike McDaniel. I could just re- I could just record myself and what I just said after the last sound bite and then press play and just have it play again. Because that's just it's the it's the way that it is. It's the it's the most sellable thing about this program right now and I'm sure that Dilly understands that. I'm sure he understands he can't go into a kid's house and be like, "Oh, we're a powerhouse." Yeah. "Oh, we're going to churn out NFL talent." Not yet. "Oh, we're going to be one of the best teams in the Big 12 based off of our record." No, you can't sell that.
0: Well, and and look, he equated it to this, right? Because there are kids that you sit down with and their immediate response to where they want to transfer is A, either NIL money or they want to go to the NFL, which is all great and fine. But Kenny quite literally said today, he has turned kids around, said go home if you don't want to win here, okay? If your dream and your aspiration is simply the NFL, then Arizona State's not the place for you. But if you want to win... Then guess what? Washington, one of the best teams this past season. How many players are they going to send to the league this coming year? On offense. A ton. Yeah. A ton. At least from just their starting offensive unit, like three or four. Same thing with TCU, right? TCU, they won a lot of football games. It's no surprise they sent a lot of people to the league when they were national champion runner-ups. Yeah. Right? So if you win... It's just natural that you were going to send players to the NFL. And for Kenny Dillingham, Arizona State, they've they've started the process of getting the guys to turn this whole thing I
1: around. mean, if you're looking at even just last season, and of course a lot of those players were also Herm guys as well, but like Jalen Conyers, the guy who Marcus and Douglas was talking about replacing, has a chance to get to the league. A, yeah. a very, very good one. Like, B.J. Green, maybe, late round pick. Like, I... I feel like ASU definitely still gets attention from NFL scouts. I remember when I was at a lot of the games, and, and that was kind of the Nikhil Harry days. Um, and he was the guy and Brandon Ayuk that that teams were scouting looking at. It feels like almost every game there was at least one NFL guy there. Yeah. If not two or three when it got closer to the end end of the year. I just remember being in the elevator and seeing like, oh, that guy's got a lions sweatshirt on him <laughs> or a quarter zip. I wonder what he's here for. Yeah. You know, like ASU is not one of those schools that you're going to go undetected if you play really well. And especially now you're in the Big 12. Now you're going to be set up to have a better winning year. And some of these guys that may be in these bigger programs, like Cole Martin, sure, he might have been the starting uh, corner for for the Oregon Ducks, but like he could also be lost in what could be a fantastic defense. And this could be a really good defense as well, but you stand out at Arizona State, you come here, and you really put yourself on the map. Scouts might appreciate that. As well.
0: Yeah. I, I think when it comes to Arizona State in, in 2024, right? Obviously, the mantra and, and the idea that these players have when they come to ASU is they can trust Dilly. Dilly's their guy. They've experimented across the nation before, and there's just something that stands out about Kenny Dillingham and ASU. And yes, part of it is on the field, but maybe part of it is also the fact that in Tempe, you have Burrito Express. That's right. Right. There is not any other university out there that can say that they have a Burrito Express right off of university, and that's not their only location. They have a ton of Burrito Express locations all across the valley, not to mention their food goes stupid, okay? It goes crazy the steak and egg, my absolute favorite. You want to make it even better? Throw some bacon in there, guys. Burrito I'm waiting Express. to get another one of those big boxes for the office. It's so good. They don't last very long around they here, to be honest with you, because everybody loves Burrito Express. And if you haven't checked it out, shame on you. Go check it out for yourself. Like I said, they have locations all over the valley. The food is great. The customer service is just as good. Grab a burrito and follow them on social at Burrito EXP.
3: Uh, I got a question. Good. Yeah, go ahead. Green or red salsa for both of you? Both. Both? That's good.
1: Two red, two green. I'm more red than green, but I'm good with both.
3: Yeah, that's fair. That's where I am. I'm red, but, but that's just me. Yeah, okay. They're I both they're great. Two they're and two. two. They're, they're both phenomenal. Now,
1: flower flour or quart tortilla? No, I'm kidding. Oh I'm not goodness. going there again. I'm not going there again. I will say one last thing on Burrito Express, though. Do not just follow at Burrito EXP thinking you're going to be getting like burrito deals. Man, they're giving away tickets. Like yeah. th- It is one of the most uniquely ran social media accounts for a restaurant I've ever seen. And it's definitely worth following more than just the fantastic burritos, gift cards, tickets to Suns Games I think he was giving out like a couple days ago. It's it's crazy. Make make sure you follow them. And uh, you talked about, you know, these kids, they've tried out maybe a lot of different schools. They tested a lot of things out. But something that I'm not testing out is, is where I keep my money. Yeah. And, and that's with Desert Financial Credit Union. Because I can tell you, and I'm going to look right into the camera, I'm not lying to you right now. This is not me reading an ad. It is the only place that I have kept my money as long as I have been on this earth. They've been fantastic. Every single problem I've had, every single question I've had, they've been able to help me out. And they've been doing that for more than 84 years. Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest and most trusted local credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better better. Listen, mortgages, savings accounts, checking accounts, loans, credit cards, investment options, and more. Plus, if you are an ASU fan, you can show your pride no matter where you live with a special one of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. You can pick one of three Sparky ASU-related cards, and every time you make a purchase, you're showing off your ASU team spirit. Plus, on top of all of that, uh, did I mention you can get $200 for free If it didn't already sound good enough, that's right, $200 for free. Uh, Open a free checking account online. Get $200 plus your choice of, again, the three Arizona State University debit cards. Go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get
0: started. It is Friday. Let's do it. Danielle, so it is time for our favorite segment of the week, Hot. Or not Danielle, same question as always. Who in the office has been hot this week?
3: Who in the office has been hot? Uh you know who's been who's been on it on a tear lately is PD. Petey. He's always on a tear. His his is on either, it. Dan. And it was his birthday. He had a terrible birthday yesterday. Did he? So yeah, he had a he had to work. He had to work two games for ESPN and then us. Um and then he had a flat tire. Oh, oh no! Oh, on his birthday, so you know what? We're giving Petey hot just because he deserve it. He deserves does, it. He it's yeah. his birthday. Who's not hot this um, week? Who is not hot? I didn't really think about you, this. You have called Derek ugly twice. I did call Derek. I, you know, <laughs> he said he was having a rough day, so I'm not going to give it to him. Um, I'm going to give it to Max. Max is ugly. Max, Max oh my, Max, my God. Max is Hey, not. Max.
0: Danielle just called you ugly. Sorry,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Max. I, you know, to be honest, I don't really have have a
1: reason he was was kind kind of hovering he's hovering today not ugly
0: in the physical sense just your presence this week just your overall like essence as a human being (laughs) yeah there we go yeah well we're not poo-pooing on max danielle is poo-pooing on max specifically out of
1: everybody in the office max she chose you
0: yeah yeah absolutely Max owes you a million dollars? Max, I'm going to say I I am
3: the one who stands up for Max in this office. You are what? I, I just wanted to be known that I am the one who stands up for Max in this did office. Did you just I say he was ugly? I just down. said he was not because he was the first one I saw that walked by. That's what <laughs> she up, man. saw you and thought ugly. Wow. Yeah. Dang. What? Love ugly. you Max.
1: Love you, Max. She saw okay. you and said, I wonder who ruined my week. She said, G-O-Y, She said, that guy's not hot right there. All
0: right, Danielle. What's our first topic? Wait, there was a reason. I did
3: have a reason. I just remembered it. He said that I wasn't I didn't give the best some Burrows ad reads. And I took that wow. personal. Wow. So um yeah. Wow. I knew there was a reason. That's not I just hot. forget it's been a long day, man. Anyways, okay. Hot or not, this is a. Uh, we had a pretty good discussion on this on the coyotes just just like an hour ago. Um, it was Petey's birthday, as I said. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's not a fan of birthdays, nor am I. Yes. But we are talking about the subject of birthday weeks. Okay. Or like birthday months. <laughs> no. Um, so
0: are birthday weeks hot or no, not? They're not. They're not hot at all. Oh, you, Nobody needs a fucking birthday week. You were born on one day. Why the hell do you get a whole week out of it? How is that boring? No, it's not hot at all to have a birthday week that screams me, 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 me. If you have a birthday week, take your cake, take your gift or your gift card and shove it and then get on with it. There's after you turn 21, absolutely. After you turn 21, you should not need to celebrate your birthday. It's all downhill from there. That's a okay. No. So for those you see who You say this can't, as one of our,
3: our our very young interns walks by. Yeah. It gets better. It gets better. <laughs> it gets better. I promise. No, it doesn't. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay. For those who can't hear, uh, Lindsay said Toe Tree needed a therapist. That's what he
0: said absolutely, too. So yeah.
1: therapy is hot.
0: There's any therapist in that. The, if, if there's any therapist in the chat, hit me up.
1: The chat basically is a therapist. Pretty much.
0: Yeah, I guess that's Or fair. they're the
1: reason why we need therapy. Either yeah. way, I think birthday weeks are hot. Listen. You think birthday weeks are hot? Dude? Yeah. Dude, not for me. What not the not fuck? for me. I will not, I would not put a birthday week for me, but for the people that I love and I care about. Oh my God. Let me celebrate
0: Cry them. Me a let me celebrate them. Oh, my God. You're so much fun. <laughs> it's just, I, I just don't like oh, birthdays. I hate when people I don't have like fun. birthdays, dude. I don't like
3: birthdays.
1: Okay, but like, I used,
3: to, I used to hate birthdays. I used to, like, dread birthdays. But then someone was like, it's not for you. It's to, like... It's to give other people a chance to, like, appreciate you. So, I was like, okay. Yeah, I hate I being don't... the center of attention. I hate attention just in general. So, I don't like birthdays. But, like, birthday week's a bit much.
1: Yeah, see, like... Listen... Now, seven consecutive days of nonstop celebration might be a little bit too much, but if you've got, like, dinner with your family, dinner with your partner's family, then your friends, then you're going to go out and do something fun, and maybe, you know, maybe you're busy. Maybe you can't take your birthday off, and you need to kind of spread everything out, you know? I'm not saying you need a we birthday We need four week.
0: days. We need four days to celebrate one. One?
1: I don't know if need is the right word, but we're not talking about need. It's want. It's be fun. One. It's
3: not. Okay.
0: Whatever, Sorry. man, not hot. JJ in the chat, hot or not, Bobby Hurley's post-game presser. Hot. That was hot as hell. That was Bobby hot. Bobby was also hot. Bobby was also very, very hot. Bobby was uh, on fire, actually. But, yeah, what's topic number two? All then, right, yeah?
3: this next one was brought to us by our good friend, Sean DePaz. Oh, let's go. Uh, the NHL released uh, their all-star uniforms to a, uh, shall we say, polarizing response. Let's um, see I'm going to show them. Let's check them out. What do we think? Those are hot as hell. So are these These hot or not? Oh, no. They're
0: hot. What do you no. mean no? <laughs> no. <laughs> How is that not hot? No. What do you dislike no. about that? I th- it's simple. It's simple. It's fine. I don't know, man. It's they're a, not. They're good. not like. No.
1: No. What is not hot about that? the yeah, the col- the colors are not good. The logo is the no- logo's not great. the the big star behind the main logo not great. like it's not. It's kind of like a weird shape. It's a weird color. Espo, you're a
3: resident Jersey expert. Mini Adam Levine over there saying this is hot it, looked, it, it looks like the Carls Junior star started melting on a on a jersey.
0: No, not hot. I just Next. disagree. disagree entirely. I think the. There's something to be said about the simplicity of those uniforms that make it hot. No, but they're not simple. Go back. Those are simple. It's it's literally one color with fucking stars in the NHL on it. Yeah, it's a block
1: of color, and then it's an over-clustered star. I like the logo. If it was just, like, the logo and maybe some, like, different colors, like the sleeve, that doesn't look good either. No. Those, those are not hot. If you if I walked in the office wearing one of those, you would look at me like I was
0: crazy. You are crazy. You, you just told me enough. that birthdays should be celebrated for five days.
1: I didn't say they should be. I just said they can be, and it's not the biggest deal in the world.
0: Okay, well, I got to make a call. What? We're calling Sean to pause. <laughs> if he gets sent to voicemail live on air, that would be funny. He, he probably will send me to voicemail. It's okay. We can leave him a voicemail. Let's hear what his voicemail is. Are voicemails hot Not hot. My grandpa would tell you they're very hot, though. Come on, Sean. This rat bastard. He ri- he is. He sees Maybe it. he's watching the show, and he knows. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Should we leave him a voicemail? Yeah. Seven. One. Okay, One. we can't, we can't. <laughs> yeah, this is number. <laughs> we definitely all right. a topic Next, number topic, Next topic. I was, <laughs> I was not
3: expecting that hot of a reaction to, to those. Wow. <laughs> or not? <Fine>. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I uh, personally, I think they're horrendous, but I am also not the target audience for them. So I Sharon in the it. chat
0: says they're awful too. We should have just leaked Sean's number.
3: The memes to the <laughs> them were great. That, that might have been bad, man. Go check out PHX Coyotes. We have some amazing like responses to them um last one uh this one is brought to us by a poor reporter who did not do the research um <laughs> how I do you feel about domed stadiums
0: you can go ahead hot now, or like, not Yeah, domed dome, 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 stadiums, are, we, stadiums we, are hot
1: they're hot they're hot i like the variety i don't want every dome or every stadium in, like the nfl to be a dome but i like some of them to be so i i think they're hot i'm cool with it
0: I have no issues with it. I mean, I I think the domes that you have in the NFL right now are great. I think there are a few cities and a few teams that maybe could benefit. Like, I think the Chicago Bears and Soldier Field should probably be a dome, but that's just me. Um, No, I think they're hot. Like you said, I like the variety of it. And I think um, they provide a, a different element to football because here you are and Last week, you had the Chiefs and the Dolphins playing in what felt like minus 30, and you're going to have horrible, horrible weather in Detroit this week, but it doesn't matter because they're playing inside of a dome. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, but I also, I do like the the, the games where the weather is just so outrageous. What do you like about that? See, that was that
3: was my thinking. I thought you guys would be all like, this is football. We need snow and and rain right. back in my guy. day. I'm
1: not that guy. That's how we sound, that sound today. I am so not that guy.
0: Listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: well, so
1: I'm I
0: share an
3: office with you guys. There's a lot of testosterone. Every now oh, no, man. I'm not
1: denying that, but I'm not like, oh, football. Oh. I
0: just can't Can do you do that? that one more time? Oh,
3: football. Oh. On that. Note, we guys. have a new sounder. I, mean, I yeah, I, as a photographer hate Dome Stadiums. Hate really? them. I. Oh, my God, no. Because of the lighting? Oh, yeah. No. It, as a photographer, never want to see another Dome Stadium in my entire life.
1: Here's some inside baseball, but not about baseball. Have you ever taken photos inside the old Footprint Center, like the old Suns Arena? No. I'm One of so the worst, glad that I missed Some of I the missed, worst lighting I've ever
3: without, seen in my entire without, life. I, I did not get. have to shoot pre-renovation, so I'm very excited about
0: that. Okay, sorry, that was completely out No, there. no, that's, I mean, that's totally fine. That's what hot or not is. But guys, that is going to do it for the PHNX Sun Devil Show. Again, do us one quick favor on your way out. Hit that like button. And if you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun You could follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You could follow Eric Ruby at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. You could follow DJ Danielle at Africa Danielle on social. Guys, we will be back in action Saturday for an Arizona State post-game show we got the sun devils taking on Bronny james and the trojans so definitely stay locked in for that but that is going to do it for us and as usual guys go devils and peace